May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Good morning. It's great to be with you all. And I want us to look at the gospel reading. It begins with John the Baptist has been put into prison and Jesus goes on into Galilee to preach good news. That seems so inconsistent. How can he preach good news when John is in prison? Now, as you know, Jesus thought John was the greatest person in his generation. Uh, he even put it this way that of, of men born of women, there's no greater person than John. He loved John. John was also his cousin. And now Herod has put him into prison and things are going to get worse. I think that uh, in the next year when Jesus gets news about John's death, that this is the worst thing he has to experience during his ministry. Well, we've experienced some bad things this year uh, from the pandemic and so many other things, the deaths that we've had to experience, the discomforts. I want us to take a look at Jesus and see how he responds because it does get worse a little time later, Jesus is out in a field resting, I guess, and he looks up and sees men walking toward him. As they get closer, he recognizes that they are disciples of John the Baptist. And from the way they walk, he can tell they're not going to bring him good news, and they don't. They not only tell him of John's death, but they also tell him of how he was killed, his head cut off, passed around at a party, people made fun of it. You can't think of anything that would distress anybody any more than that. So let's take a look at Jesus and see how he responds and learn how we can respond to that terrible things that happened to us. First of all, he goes aside to absorb the shock of it. But then almost immediately, he comes back to the crowds of people and he intensifies his kindness and his love for them. At a time like that, he intensifies his kindness and love. In fact, he goes on the offensive rather than the defensive in response to this terrible thing that's taken place. Now this thing is t so counterintuitive that we wonder if we can do that same thing. But we have examples among us of people who have followed this example of Jesus. On the night of September, of night of January 25th in 1985, I was upstairs in the church turning lights out before going home when I heard somebody running up the steps and then I heard Mildred Smith's voice crying out, Preacher Doug, Preacher Doug, Sammy's done been shot. And she got to me breathlessly and told me that he was four blocks over and that he had been at a friend's house and he had been murdered. By the time we got there, there was a big crowd and an emergency truck. And um, that evening and then that whole night, we were at UAB with Billy Hodges and his wife Joyce and with their other children, um, Robert and Kathy and and Paulette and Sammy never regained consciousness. Sammy had been killed. So we went back and the next day 
we began to hear rumors that there was going to be retaliation from other people in the in the community there at Slabtown. But there was never retaliation because Billy began to talk with people and say, nothing we do can bring Sammy back. And at the same time, he began being so kind and and caring for people who were so distressed that it was absolutely amazing. By the time we had his funeral at St. Stephen's, so many people knew about this tragic thing. The church was packed. And an interesting thing was taking place. People were going to Billy, not so much to tell him how sorry they were, but because Billy was consoling people, being kind to them, loving them. There was so much evidence of this from then on in the church that Billy had gone to a deeper level of kindness and love, uh, much as Jesus had done after the death of John the Baptist. One of the clear signs of it was after this, all the children in Mother's Day Out began to just love to do high fives with Billy. <laughs> and when children see what's wonderful in a person, you've got to look and see what's going on. But it got to be a little procedure that after Mother's Day Out, they would line up to do high fives with Billy. And Billy became such a loving and kind person, such an understanding person. I can tell you so many stories about it, how he was with us at Camp McDowell or in the church and the parish. So many other people that we know have also been able to do the same as Jesus did and intensify their love and caring. Um, recently we've known so much about John Lewis and how after he was battered so badly on the bridge in Selma, how he became so loving and caring. My sister can tell you, she was his escort when he was publishing his book and came to Birmingham and had such a delightful time. John Lewis became quite an influence in the Congress of this country. His response to his abuse was to intensify his kindness and love. This past Monday we celebrated Martin Luther King's birthday and he's another example of this. The more he got thrown in jail it seemed about the way his love and kindness intensified. Uh, toward the end of his life, in fact the last day of his life, he had gone to Memphis to help the garbage collectors there. And so not only do we see this in Jesus, but we see this in those who are in the Jesus movement. And although it's so terribly counterintuitive to us, uh, we understand that it's what we are to do is to intensify our kindness and our love when we are the subjects of abuse or have to deal with death. And so I bring that up to you as something that I think will help us during these days uh, when we have often been thrown way off balance uh, and we find that if we make love and kindness our platform that even though there are many, many other things that we need to do to recover from last year, if we do them from the platform of love and kindness, we will be coming in touch with what is eternal. God is love in the 
first epistle of John, chapter four, verse eight, John simply describes God in this way. God is love. And we've learned that if we love, we come in touch with that which is eternal. And that's the powerful thing that takes place. So although it's counterintuitive and against our nature, following the example of Jesus and all these disturbances that we've been involved in, let us do the same thing and go on the offensive. And may the God and Father of us all bless us as we go forward together. In Jesus' name, amen.